Thank you for tuning in to today's broadcast presented by Triune Outreach Ministry, Founders Prophet Aaron Miller and Evangelist Rashonda Miller. Triune Outreach Ministry was created to connect the church with the community to grow spiritually, mentally, and physically for the sole purpose of kingdom building. It is our prayer that this broadcast not only enlightens and grows you, but also transforms and strengthens you. If you have any special prayer requests, please comment, message, or email Ministry at gmail.com. To sow into this ministry, cash app, dollar sign, triune outreach. Again, thank you for tuning in today. Be blessed. And we honor your name. We honor your name. Gracious and eternal Father, we say thank you. Thank you for your bountiful blessings, your mercy, your grace, your deliverance, and your favor, Father. I'm asking you, Father God, that you touch everybody that's watching right now in the name of Jesus and remove every restriction from their mind in the name of Jesus. Father God, I'm asking you to use me to declare your word in Christ Jesus' mighty name. Amen. Good morning. Good morning. We're going to be coming from this morning, 1 Kings chapter 17, verse 8. 1 Kings chapter 17, verse 8. And it states, Then the word of the Lord came to Elijah, Go to, go at once to Zarephath in the region of Sidon, and stay there. I have directed a widow there to supply you with food. So he went to Zarephath. When he came to the town gate, a widow was there gathering sticks. He called to her an axe. Would you bring me a little water in a jar so I might have a drink? As she was going to get it, he called, And bring me, please, a piece of bread. As surely as the Lord your God lives, she replied, I don't have any bread, only a handful of flour in a jar and a little olive oil in a jug. I am gathering a few sticks to take home and make me a meal for myself and my son that we may eat it and die. Elijah said to her, don't be afraid. Go home and do as you have said. But first, make a small loaf of bread for me from what you have and bring it to me. And then make something for yourself and your son. Let the word be blessed. A lot of times, this is a scripture that is used by prosperity preachers. We go, they, they, they say that, the woman gave her, gave Elijah her last, and she was blessed. He gave her, she gave him her last, and she was blessed. See, too many times in this particular scripture, we focus on the outcome, but not the details. We focus on the outcome and the details in, in our society. Something happens and we see the action that, that took place. But that's why we have a due process to find out the details what actually happened. The process before the action. What actually happened before this action transpired. So, so many times we can't look at, at where they are. We have to look at the details of what they've been through to get where they are. We look at... We look at our, our young children, look at professional athletes, and they see them in the NBA and the NFL and, and all other kind of professional athletic teams, and they, they want to be just like them. And they just see 
the outcome, but they don't see the process. They don't see the, the, the long hours of training. They don't, they don't see the, the, the many times they had injuries, they had to nurse back. They don't see the hardship they had to go through before they got to that point. They just see the outcome, but never the process. But the same thing in, in this scripture. Yeah, the scripture ended up where the, the, the woman, the widow, was blessed extremely by blessing the man of God. Yes, but there's so much in the details that transpired before then. Let, let, let's start from the beginning. The little background history. Uh, 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 the prophet Elijah declared, uh, declared a drought. And, and, and when he declared the drought, the Lord said, told the prophet Elijah to get out of there. The Lord told him that, that he needs to go and leave the place where he was. And what happened was the ravens brought bread and meat in the morning and bread and meat in the evening, and he drunk at a brook. The thing about it is the Lord, when the Lord places you in a situation and an assignment, even though it was the clan judgment on King Ahab and his kingdom, the Lord still had provision for Elijah. He had supernatural provision. They said the ravens fed him in the morning and the ravens fed him in the evening with meat. And he drunk from a brook all day long. But, 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 but that's not it. It, it. What else happened is the, drook, the brook dried up. The brook dried up. And then that's when the Lord told Elijah, go at once to Zarephath in the region of Sidon and stay there. Now, the first thing I want to attack on this particular scripture, and I want us to see that the word of the Lord came to him and told him to go. Now, we got to be mindful of that word go. That means he was sent. Elijah didn't take upon himself to go and go to this widow woman because she had bread. It was by supernatural information. That the Holy Spirit, the Father God, told Elijah, go to this woman. So therefore, if God sends you, you're, you're going in the right direction. But so many times people are going and not sent. And that's when we fall into error. So many people are gone, are going, but are not sent. And we have to be mindful of that. If God doesn't send you, you don't have the authority to go. So if we're going to use this scripture, we cannot use this scripture for ourselves if Elijah was on assignment for God. So we're taking another man's assignment and proclaiming it to ourselves to bless others. We cannot take, if the Lord didn't tell you to go, don't go. If the Lord didn't send you, you're not sent. Then it says, I have directed a widow there to supply you with food. That's all the Lord told him. See, the thing about it, we thank people of God and men of God and, and prophets. We have all the answers. And we have everything drawn, drawn out for us to where we know everything that's going to happen. No, it says in the right here with Elijah. With Elijah, it says the Lord told him to go. And there's a woman, is a parent that has, that you're going to get food from. That's all Elijah knew. So he went there. When he came to the town gate, widow, widow was gathering sticks. He called to her and asked, would you bring me a little water in a jar? See, what, what, what Elijah is doing, he's testing. He's testing where he is. 
He's testing his environment where the Lord sent me here. But I don't know what's going on, but I'm going to obey the, obey the Father because he gave me instructions to go. And I noticed the woman that he's talking about, and I don't know anything else. So here he asked the woman, can you give me a little water? And then while the woman was getting water, sometimes you ask the question to open up the door. You have to open up the door. See, you ask a question to open up the door. Before, before the blessing comes true, they has to have a crack in the door first. Before the door actually opens wide. See, right now, right now, Elijah went to the widow woman. Until he asked that question, the door was closed. Until he asked the question, the door became open. And then, and then he said, while you're getting me a little water, bring me a piece of bread. That's when it comes out. The widow says, as surely as the Lord your God lives, she replied, I don't have any bread, only a handful of flour in a jar and a little olive oil in a jug. I'm gathering a few sticks to take home and make a meal for myself and my son that we might eat and die. See, Elijah, Elijah didn't know this. Elijah didn't know the, the widow woman was starving. Her and her, and her son was starving and about to eat and die. Elijah had no clue. All the Lord told him was to go. This woman had food for you. And Lord, the Lord sent her to hit this specific woman. And Elijah said in verse 13, we have to be mindful of this. Elijah said in verse 10, uh, 13, don't be afraid. When Elijah says, don't be afraid, this is what Elijah is saying. The Lord sent me to you. And I know if the Lord sends me to you, your situation is about to change, but I don't know what he's about to do. I know, but don't be afraid. Don't be afraid. Because of the Lord, look, the blessing is here. Because of the Lord sent me to you, Something is about to happen in your life. But Elijah don't know what yet. Elijah don't know what yet. And as we go, as we go to verse 14, it says, For this is what the Lord, the God of Israel, says: The jar of flour will not be used up, and the jug of oil will not run dry until the day the Lord sends rain on the land. That's when the blessing comes. There's a process to the blessing. There's a process to the blessing. Elijah did. Sometimes we don't know why we being sent into a situation. The Lord might say, I want you to go here and talk to this person. And we, we have no clue why we go and talk to this person. But as we walk in obedience and talk to that person or go in that situation, the Lord opens our eyes and we'll be able to understand what's actually going on. But see, Elijah was functioning on a case-by-case -case basis. We think the Lord give us everything. The Lord gives us blueprints. No, the, the Lord does not give us blueprints. He gives us instruction. After we do this, then you do that. After you do this, then you do that. You don't know what you're going to do after that. So the thing about it is, it wouldn't be faith if we knew everything that was going to go on. It wouldn't be faith. If we knew everything that went on. If I knew which way to go and how to do things, I wouldn't have to depend on God. I wouldn't have to depend on God. Yes, prophets have to depend on God mostly. 
Because the things that the prophet has been set in a certain situation to where he's a guide for the people. But the thing about it is he has to have his ear in tune or she has to have her ear in tune with the father. But we have to have faith. We have to step out on faith. It says here, it says, don't be afraid. Don't be afraid. Don't be afraid. The Lord is sending somebody. Don't be the Lord is sending somebody. Because the word that Elijah said, the Lord told him, go. Go to this particular person. It's a prayer that somebody has been praying that the Lord is going to send somebody to be an answer. The Lord is going to send somebody in your life to be an answer. There's a prayer. That some, well, some of you have been praying in your life. And the Lord is going to send somebody to be the answer. We have to understand how, how things actually work in, a, in the spirit realm. Yes, we, we, we hear God. Lord, we, we always ask God why. Why are we doing this? What situation are we going in? How, how can I do this? Or, or, or when is this going to get done? But the thing about it, we just got to trust God. We have to trust God. Here, Elijah, think about this. Elijah was relying on God. Now, there's a drought in the land. There's a drought in the land where, where there's no food. When there's drought, that means water is dried up. All the animals have died because the animals don't have water to drink. But yet, God made a provision for Elijah. God made provision for Elijah. Well, he sent him to a brook where they had water. And the Lord sent ravens to give him food. If that's not supernatural provision, I don't know what is. The Lord will sustain his children in a drought. The law will sustain you in a family. The world might be going in a family. The world might be in chaos, but you will be in perfect peace as long as you make the Lord your refuge. You will be in perfect peace as long as you make the Lord your refuge. Yes, the woman gave Elijah her last. But think about the details that happened before that. Think about the detail, the things that Elijah had to go through before. Think about the widow woman. I'm pretty sure the, the widow woman said when Elijah said, because the widow woman knew who Elijah was. The widow woman knew who Elijah was. But she didn't know what was about to happen. But Elijah had to say, give me, give me a glass of water first. Now, give me some bread, even though I know it might stretch you to give me some bread. I, even though it might stretch. See, the water might be fine that you're giving, but, but the, the bread and, and, and you and your lack. The, see, the thing about it is the widow woman's mind was on lack. It was on lack. See, Elijah stretched her capability, stretched her spiritually. Because when, 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 when she said, I have no bread, all I was going to do, I have a little flour and a little oil and some sticks, and me and my son are going to eat and die. See, when you think that you're on your last leg, 
when you think you're on your last leg, the Lord is coming. The Lord is coming to deliver you. The Lord is your deliverer. The Lord is your deliverer. And this is a, a prime situation to where even though your back might be against the wall, even though it might not look good, the Lord is a way maker. And the Lord is a promise keeper. He can come to you in any situation. He can send whom he pleads. But the thing about it is we can't look at the vessel. We have to look at what the vessel is carrying. We can't look at the vessel because sometimes we want to judge people by outer appearances. We can't look at the vessel, but we have to look spiritually what the vessel is carrying. Because we don't want to miss our blessings. Too many times we have missed so many blessings in our life by looking at the vessel. We miss so many blessings in our lives by, by looking at the vessel. Instead of looking at what the vessel is carrying. See, it takes the eye of discernment. It takes spiritual eyes to look to see what the vessel is carrying. See, the widow woman could have clawed. I don't, I don't, I don't have it. Think about us. How we would have played that situation? How we would have done that situation? We have our last and somebody come and asks us for our last. We say, I, I don't have, I don't have anymore. But see, the woman know who he was. And knew who he was. She knew he was a prophet of God. She knew he was a man of God. So she had faith. But Elijah told her, don't be afraid. Don't be afraid. When Elijah said this, that was the act of compassion. That was the act of compassion. I, I know how you feel. I, I know what you've been going through. But the Lord sent me over here for a reason. So, so don't be, be afraid. Well, whatever your reason, I don't know how the Lord going to do it. I don't know what the word he's going to give me to give to you. But he told me to do this for you. And ask this from you. But everything going to be all right. Because the Lord sent me here. See, so many times we, we think of ourselves as not being a blessing to somebody. We, are, we should be, the children of God, should be a reservoir. A reservoir, a living reservoir of blessings for other people. We should be a living reservoir. Every time God sends us into a situation, people ought to be getting blessed. Every time a, a, the Lord sends us into a chaotic situation, things ought to be getting turned around. Every time the, the Lord sends us a place where there's, there's not Christ, everybody should be getting saved. We are walking living reservoirs. Why are we reservoirs? Because we are filled with the Holy Spirit. We are filled with the Holy Spirit. Everywhere we go, we should make a difference. Everywhere we, everything we should do, whatever it was, it should be better. See, we, we, we say so much about the anointing, the, the anointing, the anointing, no, but actuality, the anointing is about effectiveness. The anointing has you to be effective in the ministry that God has given you. The anointing is your operation, is your license to operate spiritually. The anointing is your license to operate spiritually. That's your operating license, the anointing. 
Whatever ministry the Lord has given you, healing ministry, delivering ministry, evangelistic ministry, whatever ministry that God has given you and placed in your heart, and he's anointed to you, anointed you to do. It's a ministry. You have a license to operate spiritually. And we have to be mindful. Let us be change agents. Let us be agents of change. We're not supposed to let the culture change us. We're supposed to change the culture. See, the problem happens because the, the, it gets so consuming, we let culture, the culture of this world, change us. But we should be changing the culture of this world. Because greater is he that's in us than he that's in the world. But do we perform like that? Do we act like that? We have to understand that we are the body of Christ. The hands, the legs, the arms, the feet, the, the eyes, the ears. We are the body of Christ and Christ is the head. But the Lord is saying, I'm waiting for the body to move. The body has to move. And the, and the body moves the head or be right along with it. The Lord says, I'm waiting on you. I'm waiting on you, church. Not the church in the corner, but the, the whole church, the ecclesia, the called out ones. I'm waiting on you to move. I'm waiting on you to be what I intended you to be. Let us pray. Father, in the name of Jesus, by the power of the Holy Spirit. Father God, in the name of Jesus, bless everybody that's watching right now in the name of Jesus. Father God, any, any lack in their life, Father God, I'm asking you, Father God, to give them the desires of their heart right now in the name of Jesus. Father God, you said that if we ask anything according to your word, that you hear us, Father God. And if you hear us, we know that you're going to answer the petitions that we have asked of you, Father, in the name of Jesus. Father, I'm asking you to pour out on us, Father. Pour your Holy Spirit out upon us in the name of Jesus Christ, Father God. Everywhere we we lack, Father God. Replenish us, Father God. Fill us up. Fill us up, Father God, till our cup overflows. So when our cup overflows, Father God, it'll be able to flow on somebody else and do the same for the next person, Father God. Let us overflow with your oil, Father God, in the name of Jesus. Let the oil flow from us, Father God. Let the oil be surrounded, Father. We know that the oil smears in the name of Jesus. Let it smear us, Father God, in the name of Jesus. Praise be to God. Please, please.